Hi, I'm Krista. Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. Hello, hello. Welcome back, dummies and hotties, to another episode of Dumb Hot Mom, where we celebrate where we are now and reminisce about where we were then. Welcome, welcome to the episode. And if this is one of your first, hey, how are you? How you doing? Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. And uh, I hope I hope you like it. Today, today we are, we're kind of covering a wide gamut of things, um, mainly in the Jonas Brothers arena. Um, but I, I've got to say, like, my gosh, what a crazy stir this whole Sophie and Joe Jonas uh, divorcing thing has caused and with good reason, right? Like we loved them. They were an iconic couple and uh, we, none of us saw it coming. None of us saw it coming. So, so crazy. We've got to talk about that. We've got to talk about the history of the Jonas Brothers because I'm going to the Jonas Brothers concert tomorrow and I'm so excited and uh, can't wait to uh, update all of you on how that is especially with all this news that's coming out. I wonder I wonder how Joe will fare with all that stuff going on. Um, also, should we just get into it now? Yeah, let, let's do it. We'll do a little bit of a different order today. Um, so usually, if you're new, we do a little bit of a current pop culture quick fix is what we call it. And then we do the news where we talk about uh, celebrity mom news and also food news. And then our last segment is a pop culture history where we do the history of the pop culture. And so let's let's just go ahead and get into the pop culture quick fix because this is so incredibly devastating and sad and messy. And I just I, I do want to caveat that really quickly that this is this these are two people's lives, okay? These are two people's lives. And it is being handled so poorly by Joe's publicist. I hope it's just Joe's publicist. I hope that he's not leading the charge on this freaking smear campaign against Sophie. I cannot believe it. Um, but anyway, okay, let's start from the beginning if you don't know what I'm talking about. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have been married for four years. They have two little babies. One is three years old and one is one. And my goodness, this all came out within the last week. This is what happened, okay? Over the weekend, last weekend, TMZ reported that Joe Jonas was meeting with divorce lawyers, okay? And then everybody, you know, we put two and two together and say, okay, they're getting a divorce. But all of us were kind of like, no, this can't be true. I know tons and tons of fans who were saying, no, it's not true. Like, it's probably just some TMZ rumor, whatever. It's not true at all. Then Joe kind of confirms that we were being silly, right? And, and uh, hushes our fears for a little bit as he wears his wedding ring to his show on Sunday night, and then also posts a picture on Monday of a black and white photo of him with his wedding ring literally front and center. Okay, so it kind of kind of get, drives us away from the notion that, yeah, they're getting a divorce. But then 
Tuesday, Joe files. Okay. And we find out that Joe files at like 2 PM. And then later that night, maybe just a few hours later, honestly, probably like four or 5 PM Tuesday, there is a post from both Joe, Joe, Sophie, <laughs> Jophie. Is that their celebrity name? <laughs> or it was, oh, eh, sad. Okay. Anyway, so Joe and Sophie post on their Instagram that it's amicable and they are, they are indeed getting divorced. It's so sad. It is so devastating. This couple, we did not, we did not see this coming. It was, it was so crazy and sad. And then since then, there has been so much speculation and things coming out on Joe's side about Sophie being a party girl and Sophie drinking a lot. And it's just, I, Okay, the, the the articles that came out right after this was announced were like, oh, Joe, Joe takes his kids to breakfast amid the divorce. And he has like has his kids and there's this big thing about how the kids are with him during the tour, even though he's touring. And it kind of alludes that Sophie is like an unfit mother, which is a heinous and de devastating thing to call a woman. It is... It is just absolutely awful. They're attacking her character. And guess what her news was? Her headline was, Sophie Turner guzzles down drinks amid divorce from Joe Jonas. It was just like so obviously in Joe's favor, which made all of us suspicious, obviously. Like, of course we would be. First of all, it he came on a little hard. Joe's PR team. I'm again, I'm hoping it's just the PR team. I am hoping and praying that this PR team sucks. And this is what I think happened. Okay. They're having marriage problems and they decide that they're going to get a divorce. I think they wanted to wait until after the tour. Um, because hypothetically their clean, awesome image with their clean, awesome wives, um, would look better if they were all married right? And what I think happened is I think that TMZ got word too early and they released things and then the story kind of got away from them. And I can see uh, Joe's PR people being like, okay, put your wedding ring on, post this picture, you know, kind of curb those rumors so that we can have more time, buy us more time, put your wedding ring back on, which first of all, uh, you cannot wear your wedding ring and have a happy marriage. Just just to make sure that people know that like I'm not wearing my wedding ring right now and uh we aren't getting we aren't separated so anyway so just to just to say that but it just so I think they were trying to buy more time with that picture and it didn't work and so they just ended up just coming out with it and saying that they were getting divorced and uh Sophie poor Sophie is working on I think she just wrapped actually Joan it's a, a film that she was working on in England and then Joe is in the middle almost yeah the middle of his touring of his the concert the Jonas Brothers concert and so it's just kind of just a messy time for both of them they're both working hard they have their two little kids that they're caring for and I deeply deeply believe that neither Joe nor Sophie are bad people and that Joe isn't awful and that Sophie is not awful and she's not a partier and just just that this is just a hard thing that they're going through and they have to navigate it with so many eyes on them and it's just it's just hard it's just so hard and just 
I just feel so bad for, for both of them. And you know what? Just, just the time, like, uh, I, I, I tend to lean on Sophie's quote unquote side more, um, mainly because, uh, mainly because of these reasons. Okay. First of all, I have been told that I look like Sophie Turner. Um, so of course I have to, you know, support my girl. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not the real reason. The real reason is that the only thing that has come out on Sophie's side, okay, quote unquote side, again, there's there's no sides. This is a a family and a marriage that is struggling and, and, and breaking up and there's a lot of hurt. Um, so I hate that there's there's sides. Why do why do we do that as a community? Like we always just pick a side and the other side is completely evil. Like I don't believe that. Like, I know sometimes it's fun to, to be like, oh my gosh, this person is completely evil, but humans are just so fickle and so like we make mistakes and anyway, okay, that was a tangent, but why I, I am just sending all the love to both Sophie and Joe, but maybe a little bit more Sophie, um, is because what came out on Sophie's side was that after their second baby, Sophie was really, really struggling with postpartum depression and Joe wasn't super supportive. Now, I I don't know what that means. If that means that he was mean to her or he just like dismissed her feelings or if it means hopefully that he just didn't support her in the way that she needed. and. As someone who has been going through postpartum depression and just thinking of not being supported how you need, it'd be so hard. And I see when I hear like all of these awful things about Sophie is first of all, like even if all of that was true, all I see is a postpartum mother who wasn't supported, who wasn't taken care of in the way that she needed. And all that's come out is that Joe would tell her to go out and say, go out, go out with friends, whatever. And so if, if that was the case and it was really sweet and it was, it was to help her, then that's, then that's sweet, right? Like go have fun with your friends. But if it was more like go out and promote my tour or go out and because you're Joe Jonas's wife and you need to go out and promote our tour, then I think that that would be awful. So again, like, I don't know what is true. I don't know. And none of us do. That's <laughs> quite frankly, none of us do. And I think to just absolutely hate someone based on what a magazine article writes is, is silly. Even though we do love, we do love to hate sometimes, don't we? <laughs> it's sometimes fun. I'll, I'll give us that. <sighs> so there's kind of the overview. I, 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 I wonder how the concert's going to be, honestly. Like I, we will see how it goes. We'll see, you know, he probably won't be wearing his ring. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And it's so, it's so crazy that this happened so fast. Part of me, part of me thinks that maybe it wasn't amicable, but because it all came out, they said it was amicable. Just what made me think that was that last week, a video went viral and it was captioned, there are two girls at concerts and it was Sophie and Priyanka and they were 
um, at the concert and Sophie was like jumping up and down and singing every word to every song. And she had her bracelets on for the Jonas Brothers and she was just like a fangirl and it was so cute. And uh, Piranka was um, like fixing her makeup and fixing her hair, which uh, again is not bad at all. Like we are not hating any women here on this show. <laughs> um, but it, it was just funny. It was funny because the illusion was that Sophie was a diehard fan. She was supporting her spouse. And uh, then, and of maybe she still was, right? She's a, she's a Joe Bro fan girly through and through. Um, but anyway, anyway, oh my gosh. Okay. Mr. Perfectly Fine. Look at that. Um, although I, I wonder if he is perfectly fine. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know how he looks at the concert. But anyway. Okay. That was our pop culture quick fix. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. First up, celebrity mom news. Let's get into it. Let me tell you all about Lindsay Lohan. Okay, guys. So on July 17th, our dear Lindsay Lohan gave birth to her first baby. I'm so happy for her. She seems like she's doing well. Her and her family are living in Dubai. And she recently posted a postpartum selfie with the cutest caption. And I'm going to read it for you. Okay. It says, I am so proud of what this body was able to accomplish during these months of pregnancy and now recovery. Having a baby is the greatest joy in the world. My outfit of the day lately is Freedom Mom postpartum underwear. If you know, you know, because I'm not a regular mom. I'm a postpartum mom. <laughs> Isn't that cute? I love that she did a little a little clap back to Mean Girls. It's so cute. Ah, oh, love her. Hope she's doing well. Recovering is hard, hard work. And uh, every every mother who um, is recovering deserves, I don't know, a million dollars. Okay, next. Hillary Duff struggled with her daughter at breakfast before school one day when she took all of the things that her daughter loves, like peppers and onions and eggs and made an omelet and gave it to her and her daughter refused to eat it because ew disgusting this is gross and she tried to explain to her like um you you eat this you eat all of these things you love all of these things like eat this and she wouldn't begin she threw a little bit of a fit because it was all mixed together and i think that lots of moms can just relate to that right now just like no like reasoning with a five-year-old it's like okay come on <laughs> oh, i love that next now this is a little bit of old news but Beyonce's daughter Blue Ivy has been on tour with her mom. Blue Ivy has been a backup dancer for her mom on the Renaissance World Tour and she made her debut on stage with her mom during a performance of My Power. I think that is so cool like just like we talked about a few weeks ago when Kelly Clarkson got to bring her kids on stage and sing with her daughter. It's just oh it's just so cute. It's so cute. I love to see it. All right, next we have food news and you guys, I've got the best food news for you today, okay? Now, we've talked about that I like, I like McDonald's, I like Taco Bell, I'm a basic bit and I don't care, okay? But I've got to tell you the most exciting news about McDonald's, okay? Now, when you're at McDonald's and you get the crispy chicken sandwich, which is so good. And it used to be just a dollar. Now I think it's like a dollar 69, which it's just devastating what inflation has done to this country. Like a dollar 69 for crispy chicken. is just heartbreaking. Um, but anyway, so they might supersize the McChicken 
they said that most people order two and so they are going to make it bigger. It's probably going to be so much more expensive. I, I, I am not excited for that, but it is exciting. Like it's so good. And, uh, I'd be interested to see if it keeps its same like zest, like if, if it still slaps the same way as the original. Um, so we're going to have to see that. Okay. Now next in food news, I have some reviews. Okay. So I have talked about the savory granola bars that Nature Valley came out with and also the orange chicken pockets released by Totino's Pizza Rolls. And unfortunately, <laughs> the reviews are bad. They are bad. And I'm so sad about it. I was really, I was really holding out hope. Um, but it has come back that I, I did try the Nature Valley barbecue bars myself. And there's just something weird about it. It's just something weird. It's like, good try y'all, but it, it's it, something weird about a savory granola bar. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so I did try that one. I did not try the chick, orange chicken rolls, but apparently they are a flop and they're a hard flop. So unfortunately, there we go. I did get good reviews about the uh, shake from Chick-fil-A that we talked about. Uh, so go hit up Chick-fil-A for that new shake. And uh, also the chicken pimento sandwich. Um, I've also heard great reviews about. So that's some positive news in food news. All right, let's get into the history of it. The history of the Jonas Brothers. I'm so excited to talk about this. This is super interesting. I actually, uh, I learned a bunch of things and also I, uh, had to correct chat GPT. I like asked chat GPT a question and it told guys, guys, let's all laugh about this together. Okay. ChatGPT told me that Taylor Swift was in the Love Bug music video. Um, no, 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 no. She was not in it. Selena Gomez was in, in it. But anyway, okay, that was embarrassing for ChatGPT. I just had to tell you guys that I'm smarter than ChatGPT when it comes to celebrity. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's go forward. Let's start way back, okay? So let's start with the parents, okay? Kevin Jonas Sr. and Denise Jonas, okay? So Kevin is a songwriter, musician, and a, min and a minister. He was at the time. He's a former minister now, but he was a minister at an Assemblies of God church, okay? And Denise is a former sign language teacher and singer. So their parents met, so Kevin and Denise met at age 18 in 1985 at a Christ for the Nations Institute in Dallas. And then they got married at, in August of that year. So they got married super, super young. And Denise told a good housekeeping magazine that it was love at first sight. Isn't that so tender? My gosh. So they like saw each other when they were 18, got married later that year, and they have four kids. Kevin is the oldest, Joe, Nick, and Frankie. Don't forget about Frankie, okay? Frankie, Frankie, the bonus Jonas, as he was called. Uh, oh, okay. I'll I'll get into him a little bit later, but let's keep going on the parents, okay? So they were super, super religious. Remember? And if you don't, that's okay. I'm here to explain it all. But back in the day, all of the Jonas Brothers wore a purity ring 
And it's because of their super religious Christian background that they wore the purity ring and they did the church thing with their parents. And um, it all came from their really religious up upbringing. And uh, they, they did things like sing and really, really early in their life, they were on Broadway. Like Joe was on Broadway in 2002. And uh, if, if you remember, they started the band in 2005. And in 2005, let's see, 2005, Joe was 16. And so he was 14 or no, 13 when he was on Broadway. So anyway, okay, okay. So in 2002, Joe was on Broadway. Um, Nick was also on Broadway when he was a littler as well. And in 2005, Joe, Kevin, and Nick recorded Please Be Mine. And it was our first song that was ever recorded. And they decided to send it out record labels because they were just like these cute little Von Trapp Jonas brothers and Columbia Records actually picked them up. So Steve Greenberg decided to sign them. And before they were called uh, the Jonas Brothers, they were going to go on stage as Sons of Jonas. But then they decided last minute to go by the Jonas Brothers, which I like the Jonas Brothers better. I think it fits their sound more. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, so Frankie, okay, so it's 2005. Kevin was 17. Joe was 16. Nick was 13. And our sweet little tender Frankie, the bonus Jonas was five. And so I had that question in my mind like I know that Frankie wasn't part of the group then because hello he was five like they had a big age gap um but wouldn't it be so weird if your whole family all of your siblings were in a very successful very well-known band and they went on tour and they like hung out together and they were like were super super famous together and you were just like hey <laughs> Hey guys. Oh man, that'd be hard. That'd be so hard. I'd love to get Frankie on the podcast here. Frankie, let's talk about it. Uh, just kidding. But anyway, I would love to talk to him no, re really about like how that was and like growing up and um, I bet I can find like an interview or two, but I would like to ask him some questions myself. Oh man. Okay. So Let's get in to a little bit of a timeline with the Jonas Brothers. Okay, so they signed with Columbia Records in 2005. And in 2006, actually August 8th, so just a month ago, their first album had a birthday. Um, but they released their debut album, It's About Time. Okay. In 2007, the Jonas Brothers are gaining popularity and they started to do like appearances on Disney Channel and they did a, an appearance on Hannah Montana and then Camp Rock was born in 2008. Remember that? Oh man, I love a good Camp Rock. Um, but anyway, so they're, they're not necessarily associated with Disney at the time. They're just like a popular band at the time and they're doing kind of a cameo and in this time as well, they're releasing their self-titled album, Jonas Brothers, okay? So that's in 2008. In 2009, they release a little bit longer. And in 2009 as well, Nick Jonas starts performing in Broadway in Les Miserables. Did I say that right? I don't know. I'm scared. Anyway, so um, 
you know, that big Nick energy. He's on Broadway. He's singing his songs. And uh, then Joe Jonas is off doing his own amazing things, like starring in Camp Rock 2, the final jam. And uh, in 2010 as well, the Jonas Brothers released their fourth studio album, Lines, Vines, and Trying Times. Okay, so now it's 2010. So remember when they first started in 2005, Kevin was 17. Okay, so he was pretty old and now it's five years later. So he's 21 and he gets married. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, it's seven years later. So he's 22, 23, 23. He's 23 and he gets married to Danielle. Okay, that's his wife that he's with now. They have the cutest little kids. Very sweet. Um, she recently opened up about how it's kind of hard to be the regular, the quote unquote regular mom with Sophie Turner and Priyanka being so dang popular. Priyanka has 38 million Instagram followers. Can you guys believe that? Like I just looked her up just to see and I was like, dang, she has more than Sophie Turner. Like she is so, so popular. Anyway, okay, back to it. We're talking about Danielle. Oh yeah, Danielle was talking about how she was like the regular person. And that's just so funny to me because she's she's married to Kevin Jonas. Like they're they're pretty not regular. Like, I don't know. Anyway, it would be hard though. It would be hard to be like, okay, supermodel and uh I'm a regular mom. But you know what? Regular moms are the best. Okay. Moving on. 2012. This is also when the Jonas Brothers decide to take a hiatus from their band activities. Kevin is settling into married life, and Joe decides to start a new band called DNCE. Remember DNCE, Cake by the Ocean, um, which is about Sophie, by the way. Um, I'll get into a history of Joe Jonas's dating uh, a little bit later because he has quite the roster. My gosh, he has quite the roster. Oh, anyway. Okay. 2018. So this is like five years after they decide to take a hiatus. The Jonas Brothers officially unite as a band and release the single Sucker. Do you guys? I love Sucker. It's such a fun song. I love it. Um, now, during that time, Nick does a little bit of solo work. Joe does some solo work. And Kevin just kind of does the dad thing for a while. And he's with his family and growing them. And we love that. We love that. You know what? I, you know what I love for us as a community of Jonas Brothers lovers is that we all started with Joe and Nick being like the apple of our eye and like thinking that they were the best. But now as we've grown into um, the wonderful women that we are, we have all realized that Nick in Joe ain't it. And it is all about Kevin. It is all about Kevin. He's mature. He's a great dad. He's never had any scandals or anything like that, which not that Nick and Joe have had any scandals, scandals per se, but they've been in the news a lot, especially, especially Joe with his dating history. I'll dive it again. I'll dive into that a little bit later, but um, anyway, okay. Moving right along. In 2019, the Jonas Brothers released their fifth studio album, Happiness Begins, and they have their comeback. Nick joins the judges panel on The Voice, and then Kevin Jonas and his wife, Danielle, start in the reality TV series, Married to Jonas. Did anybody watch that? 
I like am so curious about it. I am about to go watch it like right now. I want to see like that that uh, show. And uh, currently, there's a show on. Oh gosh, what's it called? Show about being related to a celebrity. Okay, what is it about? Claim to fame. <laughs> they ended its second season after revealing a group of celebrity relatives all summer long, and it's a competition show. And it first started in July 2000. 22. Okay. So the second, the second season. Wow. Good for them. That's awesome. I'm going to watch that too. Did anybody watch that? Let me know if you did. Okay. Uh, all right. Another, another Broadway kick. Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers is set to play Frankie in a movie musical of the Broadway show Jersey Boys. Okay. So it's Nick. Okay. And then they started their tour, the world tour, Jonas Brothers, a couple of months ago. I'm seeing them tomorrow. I'm so excited. I, ah, I, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like it's going to be so hard to listen to some of these songs that are about Sophie and we'll see, we'll see how that is. We'll see what the energy is like. All right, let's get into Joe Jonas's dating history. Okay. I'm super excited because I did some digging, found out some things, and I'm going to tell you everything. So let's start with Joe Jonas in the summer of 2005, okay? This is before they get super famous. They are just coming out and they're starting to gain traction and they write a song for their neighbor girl, Mandy, who dated Joe Jonas in the summer of 2005, okay? So Mandy Van Duyn, I think her last name is, next in 2006, Joe Jonas dates AJ. That's right. AJ from Allie and AJ. Do you guys remember Allie and AJ's roller coaster ride song? That song and the music video that was on Disney Channel all the time lives in my head rent free. Like I will listen to it, I don't know, a couple times a year, which, you know, it isn't a ton, but it's weird that it happened twice, you know? Okay, next. Oh, okay. This is where it starts getting really, really juicy. Okay. So technically his first like star girlfriend is AJ. Next, Joe dates Taylor Swift and subsequently breaks up with her in a 27 second phone call in 2008. Now, let me tell you the history about this. Okay, so Joe is dating Taylor, yada, yada. And then they are going to film the music video for Love Bug, which Love Bug was written mostly about Miley Cyrus. Like Nick was dating Miley Cyrus at the time. So um, they're filming this Love Bug music video and Camilla Bell was in it. And... It's pretty crazy because what I'm thinking is Joe was trying to do the right thing. He falls in love with or falls in lust. I don't really know what it is when you're that young and there's a hot girl in front of you. Um, but he calls Taylor, breaks her up with her in a 27 second phone call and then dates Camilla Bell for way longer than he dated Taylor. And uh, they were spotted kissing after the filming of the Love Bug music video. So it's unclear what they broke up about, but the two were over by 2009. Okay, so about a year they dated. Next, Joe dates Demi Lovato. 
Okay, and this was just a few months in 2010. But if you remember, Joe, or sorry, Nick and Demi went on tour just a few years after that in 2015. And she would say, okay, I'm just going on tour with my ex-boyfriend's brother. And uh, that was really funny. I actually went to that concert with my cousin, Audrey. Shout out, Audrey. Love you so much. Okay, next. Joe starts dating Ashley Green, okay? And they were together more than a year before they break up in 2011. And after that, he... So, by the way, I don't know who Ashley Green is. Does anybody know who she is? I don't know who she is. I'm so sorry. But after that, he dates Blanda Eggswiller. I do not know how to say her name. Uh, Brenda Eggswiller. Okay, it sounds like Blanda was his first, like, model girlfriend. And she's now a Swiss, Swiss graphic designer. But they dated for two years. I cannot remember this. Why can't I remember this? They dated in November 2012 and then they broke up in August 2014. After he dates Blanda, he's got a taste for the model, okay? So then he dates Gigi Hadid, okay? So it's it's a little fuzzy on when they started dating, but they went public in June 2015. So after a few months, they split up. They don't, they aren't together very long. Um, I think they, I think they broke up in like December of 20, 2015. I think that's what I remember. I remember that because I was going through a breakup as well in that time period. Yeah. And just listening to all the sad songs, you you get it. Um, but then after that, he was with Sophie. So he's been with Sophie since 2016. They were first spotted at a King of Leon, Kings of Leon concert in the Netherlands in 2016. And then they announced their uh, relationship and then got married at a little chapel in Vegas in 2019 and then had two kids. And now sadly you're getting divorced. Okay, phew, that is the history of Joe Jonas's dating. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, oh my goodness, what a, what a crazy ride this has all been and what a fun time for concerts. Am I right? Like Taylor, Beyonce, Jonas Brothers, like they're all doing this like revival of all of their popular songs and it's like nostalgic and it's, it's just so fun. It's some good healing medicine. And I'm, I'm so excited to go to a concert. You guys, I, I am low-key emotional about this because I have not been to a concert since before COVID. Okay, my last concert was summer 2019. It was John Bellion. It was incredible. And I have not been since then. And I love concerts. I'm going to scream, sing all of the songs. Um, even though I, I was listening to like the set list of the concert because I, I want to get pumped. I want to get amped, right? And uh, I don't know some of them, most of them. So I'll just bop around anyway. But I love when, when you go to a concert and you know every word and it's so freaking fun. I am so looking forward to that <laughs> at the Taylor Swift concert. So that's gonna be so fun. Oh, speaking of the Taylor Swift concert, you guys come with me. Come with me to the movie of the Taylor Swift concert. It's gonna be October 26th at 6.30 in Riverton. Tickets are $26. 
it's $26 and it's on the 26th. I just put that together. That's so fun. <laughs> um, the next day, October 27th is when 1989 comes out, Taylor's version. So it's just going to be a very exciting Taylor week. And uh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Anyway, you guys, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you are still here listening, will you please do me a huge favor and rate and review the podcast? That helps so much to get it out to other people. Share on your story and I will send you a Decide Your Hot sticker. Um, by the way, my friend, my little friend Audrey, did you get your sticker, by the way? I sent her a sticker and it got lost in the mail. And so I sent her another one. But anyway, I hope it got to you. I love you so much. Everybody, just have an awesome week. Don't forget to decide that you're hot. I love you. Bye-bye.